This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. This is not about freedom or personal choice, but our patience is wearing thin. They are children of the same foul spirit. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. This stuff is satanic. That, that's what's at the foundation of a lot of this stuff. I'm not, I'm not supposed to take any questions. For a new world order, now within our reach. Be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Good morning. Welcome to the Removing Confusion podcast. Tom Richardson here. January the 13th, 2022. It's a Thursday. In the middle of a pretty busy week for a lot of folks. We uh, we have some breaking stuff today uh, through some kind of subterfuge. We've acquired some very important and very shocking things. Some stuff that I don't think anybody else has gotten a hold of yet. So I usually say I'm not interested in being first, just being right. This time, maybe first isn't such a bad thing, and we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, that's called a cliffhanger. What has he got? What did he pull off? Who did he get in touch with? What's his deep, dark... Does he have uh, Agent X out there in Washington somewhere? Maybe we do. We don't... I don't know. But we're we're definitely going to bring you that. And it's going to be interesting. And it's going to be enlightening to answer a lot of questions about what's going on in the uh, Oval Office and beyond. First of all, let's talk a little bit about our favorite subject. I uh, I talked to a guy yesterday, and he's uh, knowledgeable to a certain degree, I guess, in the medical profession. And he was telling me, you need to get the shot. You need to be boosted. You need to have the whole thing. And I'm like, no, I don't, and I'm not going to. If you don't do it, you're going to get sick. If you don't do it, you know, you'll end up in a hospital. I said, look, you know, of course, I, I that was my reply. Uh, I gave away my reply already is that mo- most people that are vaccinated are getting sick. They're catching what we call COVID, which is not really a disease. It's a conglomeration of many different symptoms, and it can lead to your death uh, or severe illness and injury to some folks. Uh, lasting, lasting injury. But this guy, he was all over me. Oh, you need to get, you need to get it. I'm telling you, you need to pray about it. You need to pray about it. You know, when, when they find out that you are a Christian and you believe in Christ and you, uh, try to follow the Bible and, and its tenets and teachings, uh, to the best of our human ability, they, they hit you with that. You got to pray about it. I prayed about it and I got, you know, it's like, 
Well, that's what I told you. Well, you need to pray about it too. You know, since you've already taken all three of the so far subscriptions to uh, coronavirus uh, medication. That's what it's going to be like, folks. It's going to be like this periodical that you subscribe to, only this one you have injected into you. Every three months, it's going to come down to, right now it's about every six to eight, it's going to get more frequent as we go along as these new variants and cases. See, that's the thing. Cases are being equated to positive test results, which don't always result in sickness. So there. But they, uh, they're pushing this thing hard. Uh, your, your medical professionals, hospitals. Um, I, I, I know of people who uh, volunteer at local hospitals to do all kinds of, you know, worthy things. And because of their VAX status, they are no longer allowed to volunteer their time. Now, I don't get it. I don't. I, I really find this devious, you know. And and as a volunteer, I'm sure that most people are going to say, "Well, I'm not going to go in." You know, just because. All right, you cut me out. I can't, you know, come and entertain. I can't come and, you know, greet people at the door and and be that smiling face behind a mask that they can't see. But at least, you know, you can tell, you know, when people light up a little bit that they're happy to see you and, and that it feels good to know that, you know, somebody's going to direct you in the right place or, or you know, they're going to sing for you or they're going to uh, share the Word of God with you or, you know, a few jokes or whatever. Whatever it takes to lighten the day for some folks and now uh, liberal, ridiculous Hospital authorities have decided that's not capable of happening anymore. We don't care about people's happiness. We don't care about how joyful we can make the experience for them to be here. We just care that those that are here have been vaccinated, fully vaccinated. And, you know, that's going to change. As they say, full vaccination status is never going to be It's going to be hard to keep up with, except, you know, you get your iPhone or your, uh, I'm sorry, that's that's like phone racism, your smartphone that tells you, oh, today's the day, go get your shot, so that your QR code on your phone can be updated to say that you're fully vaccinated and you can participate in society once again. Over in Washington, D.C. Now, this is not a small thing. This is not a small thing at all. In Washington, D.C. right now, the mayor has put out a mandate that says residents of the, of the met, metropolitan D.C. area will not leave their homes unless they have four things. Or is it three things? Well, three. And... Uh, Here's, here's what I remember. Your vaccine passport, basically, which is actually just right now a vaccine card. So you have to have the proof of that. 
You have to have your mask. Mm. Goodness gracious. There's another one. What was the other one? Uh, oh, I'm sure it's a, a positive, a, a negative testing that you are not going to go out and, you know, infect your fellow neighbors with any, you know, horrible diseases. This is the nation's capital. And that is not the first one to do it. Remember New York City? How New York City decided this is the way it's going to be. If you're not vaxxed, you're not eating inside. You know, you can be like Lazarus and Luke 16. You get to sit outside the gate and wait for scraps from the table. Uh, citywide vaccination policy requiring that uh, requirement that requires COVID-19 vaccination to enter indoor facilities within the city. You have to have at least one dose if you're 12 or over. And, of course, you have to have your second dose. Indoor food and drink establishments such as restaurants, nightclubs, taverns, coffee shops, and uh, food halls. Is that what that says? You, you can't go in them. Uh, what, is, what is really happening here? You know, these mayors, you know, if, if, if the uh, Biden deal can't go through if the Supreme Court which is weighing in on it as we speak right now doesn't uh, come down in, a, in the Biden favor then these mayors and maybe governors are going to come up and say well sorry we've got a mandate for you and you will follow it in my city until the law gets a hold of them as well Washington Post gives us, you know, which is good for wrapping fish, by the way, if you, uh, if you catch fish. But, you know, the, these things are, are, are getting way out of hand. And why are they doing it already here in January? Oh, because there's so, many, so much of an outbreak of the Omicron virus and all these other things. Um, it's, it's BS folks. They're, they're lining you up for, because they know the midterms are not going in their favor. We've got to do all that mail in voting and whatever else we can do to steal the vote in November. Now I'll tell you the first thing I really don't look forward that far to November of 2022 as being a super turning point. I do. I would like to see, you know, some vestige of uh, rationality come back into this country, but is it going to? We, I can't tell you. But, you know, you can't go, yeah, indoor masks for from Muriel Bowser, uh, vaccine. If you're basically, if you don't have your uh, up-to-date 
vaccination status card, you're not getting out of the house. If you're caught, you can suffer the consequences of fines or maybe even imprisonment. Who knows? Who knows how far they're going to push this? New York City, uh, thinking that New York City might come back after we got rid of, uh, after they got around, we, after they got rid of Dick, uh, what was his name? Bill de Blasio. And uh, this Eric Adams or whatever that came in would, would straighten New York up. Well, he's just going right along with the old stuff. Meet the, meet the new boss, same as the old boss. I'm telling you, if it's got a D after its name, it starts with D-mo-on, Demoncrat. Uh, the uh, district attorney for Manhattan district is is a nut job he's letting crazy lunatics come into stores with knives and steal all the cold medication i wonder what he's going to do with all that is he going to take it all or is he going to is he going to sell it on the black market when there's a shortage of nyquil and uh, claritin and whatever else and vix 44 None of which are a sponsor of this show, just the first ones that came to my head. <clears throat> I would imagine as we roll through the Omicron variant virus attack, there will be a need for NyQuil and uh, ibuprofen and whatnot. So, hey, go steal a bunch of it at Knife Point. Come back an hour later, steal some more at the same store. What an idiot. And it gets off. The, 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 D, the DA says it's okay. Hey, he's just a citizen that, that needed something. Maybe it's reparations again. We don't know. Anyway, let's get back to this discussion that I had at the beginning. <laughs> this guy had me going uh, pretty good. And he says to me, now again, knowing my background as a, as a uh, believer in Christ and a, a, a pretty faithful church attendee. Not that that means anything, but you know that's that's a good portion of your Christian life and walk is to attend church and be active in your church. Whatever active you want to be, if it's just sitting in the pew saying "Amen," at least it's something. But uh, he tells me the vaccine you've got to get it. It's from God. God gave us this vaccine. I said, where do you get that from? How do you come to that hypothesis? Well, God told me, he says. That's basically how he put it. And I'm telling you, this is a scientist that told me these things. A doctor, a medical doctor. So the vaccine's from God. And, you know, basically he's, he's telling me that, you know, he's done his praying and God told him through some supernatural means i'm sure that the vaccine is necessary and it's a way god's gonna fight it he probably got it from franklin graham which i think you have figured out by now i'm not a huge fan of who says jesus would have told you to take the vaccine give me a break defaming the words of christ makes me sick Jesus, who walked about healing people, if he was here today, wouldn't he wouldn't heal anybody? You know, to and he didn't do it to show off. He did it so 
people would see the power of God and give glory to God, which is what he did, and also so that they would know who he is. And I'll use it in the past tense because of we're speaking of the historical stance of Christ on earth, who he was. He was the son of God, and he is the son of God. So the miracles that he performed, raising people from the dead, healing them of all kinds of diseases like leprosy, which was incurable, and to this day is incurable in most regards, uh, healing the blind from birth. These were things that were prophesied by Isaiah to say, these are the things you'll know when you see them done, that the Messiah has come. Now, when uh, uh, John the Baptist sent some folks over to ask Christ, are you the chosen one or is there one yet to come, something like that. And Jesus said, you go back and you tell John, the dead are raised, the blind see, lame walk, and the dumb speak, the deaf hear. Those were the things that a, that a knowledgeable Jew at that time a, of Hebrew scholarship would know when those things are done, the Messiah's hand is doing it because no one up to that point did those things. Now, would Jesus tell you to take a shot or would he say, I have compassion upon you you have faith because people would come to Jesus and say, my little girl's sick and she's near to death or uh, on and on. You know, I'm blind. Can you help me, Lord? Help me, you know, that kind of stuff. And Jesus many times said to people like the centurions and, and uh, Samaritans and others, go thy way. You are healed. Your, your faith made you whole. So if you came to him, if he was here today in the flesh on the earth and you came to him sick of the corona and said, I know that you can heal me, he would probably say, I would, I'm almost 100% sure you're healed, but your faith has healed you. Now, do you have enough faith to stand against this disease Sure, we may get sick. These bodies can only take so much before they break clear down and and take on the illness of whatever it may be, cancer, heart disease, lung problems, liver, whatever. Whatever you've, you know, pummeled your body with, sooner or later it'll succumb to it. Overeating, too much sugar, whatever. Sometimes undereating can cause just as many problems. But the thing of it is, is, you know, a well, well-kept body can last for a long time. Then again, you can get hit by a truck. And I, I don't say that flippantly. It's just, you know, we all have an appointment with death. It's in Hebrews. It's appointed once for man to die and then the judgment. <clears throat> so let me ask you something. So the vaccine's from God, is it? As this feller tries to tell me, this is a one-on-one conversation I'm having with this guy. 
the vaccines from God. My question is this, and I didn't pose these to him. I just, you know, you can only go so far with people who think they're smarter than you are. And, you know, their, their college degree hanging on a wall and all the other degrees that go with it and the accolades of the, of the uh, community that they serve and work in, you know, outweighs Joe Lehman, and that's who I am. I guess Tom Lehman. I, I, I have no vaunted degrees from a Bible study or from a Bible college or from a medical college or from a scientific university or the polytechnic or whatever. I just know what I know. I am what I am. Here's what I say. So God sent this vaccine to us? Would God use subterfuge in his vaccine that he sent? Now, see, that you're saying that God's responsible for this vaccine. Therefore, if I come back and say to you, no, uh, I don't think so. I'm denying God's power. I'm denying the the presence of God within the vaccine. Therefore, I'm blaspheming the Holy Spirit in your eyes. If you believe this malarkey, which I don't think anybody listening to me today actually believes that. But this is what people out there will tell you. Would, uh, would, would God use lies to, you know, look at the lies. You know, you don't need a mask. Nobody should go around wearing a mask. I'm not going to play the clips. I got them laying here somewhere. You know, and then come back and say, oh, no, we need to be wearing masks. Then we need to be wearing two masks. And then we should maybe wear three. Uh, put a face shield over. Uh, CDC dame comes out later and says cloth masks don't work. But yet our uh, the garden troll gnome, the guy that lives under a bridge, Fauci, says he he shows up all the time with his national championship mask or for the whatever baseball team, you know, or whatever. I don't even know what they were. But, you know, he he sits in Congress with that mask on and another one behind it. Uh, and they're cloth. But uh, now Walensky says cloth doesn't work. Uh, they, see, now, they're, they're, when the lies have been perpetrated and put out there so often and so often and more and more, it gets to the point where these people can't keep track of what lie they told. So they go back and then they, what they'll do is they'll back trap, flip flop and say this, then they'll change complete 180 turnaround and go the other direction with stuff and say, well, that's how science works. And if you doubt that you doubt me and I'm science is what Fauci says. Would God use liars to produce this thing or to put it out there for his people to use. I, I love, there's an old, uh, an old preacher told me, a, a, an older preacher told him when he asked him, are you going to get the shot? And he says, no, I'm just going to trust God. And that's exactly, I've stole that line. That's what I, I told this fellow yesterday. I'm just going to trust God. I trust God more than I trust Fauci. I trust God way more than I trust Fauci. I trust God way more than I trust that juice that you want to shoot into me. I should trust God way more than the metformin I took for my diabetic problem earlier. But I, and I do. 
until I can get myself under control and leave the sugar alone, I pretty much am reliant on the junk that I take. You know, hey, I'm human. Are you not? Shout out to all you out there. Would God really want us to rely on man and not him? You know, man is the one who developed this DNA-changing gene-transforming juice that they're using. And man, I I just don't trust. Uh, It's No, I don't trust. I, I trust God. And he would not want us to fully rely. Now, there are things I know that I think God has a hand in. He's used some men like Jonas Salk or whatever. Now, there's a lot of things going on about polio these days. But, you know, they're down through the years, there have been things who that have come along that probably had the finger of God on them. And perhaps those men, I don't know them. I don't look into their background to know if they are... Uh, uh, were saved or not, but uh, there's things that have happened over the years that have worked to our favor. I don't know that God would want us to mess with our DNA knowingly. Now, I said knowingly because, folks, there's a lot of things that we eat, drink, uh, and, and otherwise that we don't know what it's doing to us because They've genetically manipulated our food supply. Uh, One of the biggest ones in there is corn. And I would say wheat as well because there's so many wheat allergies anymore. But corn, which I love, I just love corn. I love sweet corn. And, you know, mixing it with my mashed potatoes and all kinds of crazy. My wife sits there and goes, you know, but I, I like to. I like that, and and I love corn and potatoes. I mean, there, anything that we put in our in our face anymore, you know, that doesn't have the the tag on it somewhere. It says non GMO, which means genetically modified organism, uh, is probably genetically modified. They've uh, Steve Quayle wrote a book a while back that was called Genetic Armageddon. I think yeah, I don't know if you can get a hold of that anymore. But a, a book that, that outlined with hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of footnotes. This guy's a, 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 a incredible footnoter uh, of what Monsanto has done and, and Dole and everybody else. They're all complicit. I mean, if you can, if you can spray something or use this modified seed and it yields two pineapples on a plant or which they grow off the ground, I guess, or more bananas or more potatoes or more this or more that, of course you're going to do it. More yield, more money, more yield, more product. Farmers, you know, they're, they're not thinking, Oh, it's genetically modified. What's it going to do to people? And I don't blame them. Uh, but there are a lot of them that are, staring away from it, but is it a little too little, a little too late? They've got us to the point now where we don't even know if we're going to have food on the shelves at store in the next six months. 
But, you know, like I say, would he want us to go get the shot knowing? Now, some people say, well, I don't know what's in it, and I don't want to know. What, what about when you find out later? Are you just going to turn a, a deaf ear to it, a blind eye, and say, well, I didn't want to know, and I'm not, you know, the old, I'm not listening. But then when things start to happen to you, when your immune system breaks down or whatever else can happen, I pray it does not. Yeah, you know, I really do. I pray for people that I know personally taking it that, uh, you know, they aren't going to have the problems that come about, the you know, the uh, blood clots and the heart issues that are happening in our children that are now being jammed with this garbage. Would God want us to inject the youth with a serum we don't know we have never tested we have no idea what it's going to do to the youth but we're finding out hand over fist what is going to happen to them these kids who can no longer participate in their chosen sports i was listening to the radio the other day i rarely do am radio talk radio and it was just a local show and a fellow called in he was talking about his neighbor's kid that went off to the uh, army and they force inoculated him there with a jab of death. He, he developed a heart problem in basic training and was discharged. Now, he had a choice. He could have been discharged without the jab, which probably would have been a better idea. But he, he hadn't known what was going to happen. He's a young man, probably 19 or 20, and here he is, heart problems for life. You once you have been stricken with myocarditis, pericarditis, it's it, it's like like the the old saying, it's like bad luggage. It doesn't go away. You're stuck with it. It's with you forever. However long you live afterwards, you will have a heart problem. You will not be participating in any sport or strenuous activity. It's treatable, but it's not curable. So think about that when you line up at your workplace. Can I get a new heart? Can I reduce the pericarditis or myocarditis or the myocardial infarction that they're going to put on me? Or can I just go get a new job? And that's not hard to do is get a job, but all the jobs are saying, Vaxxed or not? Nope. See ya. Blood clots in kids? Are you kidding me? Having strokes? And this is from God, remember. This is God that gave us this vaccine, I tell you. What a a load of garbage. For us to assume that man's meds are a gift from God, we need to really examine the things God provides us and see if the death jab clot shots really are from God. Now let's uh, switch gears a little bit, still in the same venue, though. New York City Police. I don't have the clip because it's a video and it it wouldn't come across as well here. But uh, a video clip that was out shows the New New, New York City Police Department terrorizing a 10-year-old boy at a restaurant at his birthday party. Why? He wasn't wearing a mask. I probably wasn't vaccinated either. 
terrorizing him to the point his his parents are like, he's a 10-year-old kid. What are you doing? No, got to get out of here. You got to leave. And they were like standing their ground a bit. And the boy said, let's just go. Let's just go. I want to leave. I want to leave. What has happened to the police departments across this nation? Andy's gone, you know, Andy Griffith, the solemn, intelligent, country-thinking guy who, you know, sees through most of the BS, has to rein in his his uh, sidekick Barney a little bit once in a while to, to keep him from overstepping. You know, now there's nobody to really rein in Barney anymore. You know, he's just going to go nuts and go out there and grab people and throw them down and 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 run them like the guy who got tackled by the sheriff's deputies over in Loudoun County, Virginia, because he wanted to speak up about his daughter that was sexually molested in a in a in a in a, in a girl's bathroom restroom by a skirt wearing boy who was removed from that school and sent to another one where he did the same thing all over again. The father, when he speaks up, which any father would, is handcuffed, drug out. I saw him today on the news. He got 10 days suspended for a year's, uh, year's worth of good behavior. He, 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 but he got 10 years, or 10, 10 years. He got 10 days in jail which they suspended for one year probation, basically, and fines and anger management and all this other stuff. Are you kidding me? Where's the anger management that those cops should have had for for just saying, you know what, we're on his side. Should have linked up the school board members and taken them out in cuffs. But that didn't happen, did it? No. It's the afflicted party who's guilty remember that as you go through life now if you're offended or afflicted is a better word by someone you are not the victim they are i say barney's the one that's getting the power that he should have never had to begin with They say that the uh, military-industrial complex came to the Capitol on January 6th. You know, good old Dick Cheney and his daughter, Leslie. Leslie Cheney. Is it Lizzie? Whatever. So, you know, and everybody was there to greet him and pat him on the back. All the Democrats were lined up to kiss his butt. They used to hate this guy. But now, you know, they're all on the same page. You know, he he's he's from the Halliburton, which, you know, funded the war in Iraq. And he says he didn't get anything of it. Sure he did. And we talked about AOC the other day getting the coronavirus. Now, we don't wish anything bad on anybody because when you wish something ill on somebody else, it usually comes back to you tenfold. And I don't want that. I don't want anybody to think that we would laugh at her plight but the thing of it is is these are the people who are telling you in in new york you can't go anywhere 
without a mask, without a shot, without proof. In D.C., you can't go anywhere without your mask, without your shot, without your proof. But yet, but yet, they can go to places where those things are not required and enjoy life to its fullest. And sometimes I think there is a little bit of truth in the fact that God says, <laughs> I, I, I can laugh too, and here's your little dose of the virus. Uh, <clears throat> no, I don't believe that either. I just it, it's a, it was natural transmission. She got up against somebody she shouldn't have, and now she's ill. That's unfortunate, and we hope that she has a good recovery because we need people like her in the field, in in Congress, making uh, making it easier for us to do podcasts about stupid Democrats. You know they do us a, they do us a great great service as long as they're in power. I've got this thing I said at the at the top of the show uh, that I wanna I wanna play for you. Now, this is just in. This is this is like super secret stuff, so we can't let it get out too far. <clears throat> we have tape. We have tape here at removing confusion. We have tape of uh, you know Joe Biden when he was running for president. Uh, a fellow asked him, you know, or right, do you, do you plan on getting a test? You getting a mental acuity test? And he says, What do I need a test for? You know, did you take a test where you got here to see if you're on crack or whatever? You know, well, they finally nailed him down and they, they caged him up a little bit and they said, you know, no, no, Joe, we're, we're, uh, we're taking too much heat. So, uh, we're going to have that brain ears looked at. And, uh, the results are pretty uh, impressive. Uh, they really are to show that just, just how, astute this fellow is so let's let's go ahead we have this is this is you know been leaked out it's it's uh it'll probably get us in trouble down the road but that's okay we have lawyers hey jethro now don't think you can get me letting you out of that cage because you can't too smart for that oh i know that i got me a giant brain sitting up here betwixt my ears <laughs> i bet it's a beauty i sure would like to have me a look at it how would you do that? By looking in your ear. Can you see a brain that way? Sure, didn't you know that? Well, no. My eyes being on the front of my head and my ears on the side, I ain't never been able to look in at my own brain. I sure would like to see that rascal, though. Well, unlock this door and I'll come out and take a peek and tell you what it looks like. Oh, no. I ain't letting you out of there. I'm too smart for that. Okay. I'm coming in and you can take a look at my brain. <laughs> can't wait to get a glimpse of that thing. It must be a monster brain. Oh, yeah. Lots of folks that ain't seen it. Says I got the brain of a monster. <laughs> I, I kind of hunker down so I can get a look. Okay. Uh, face this way so the light will come inside. Now, hold real still. <laughs> doing too dark in there to see your brain i'm gonna go get a flashlight well i wasn't supposed to let you out you didn't i let myself out oh 
well, in that case, Uncle Jed can't get mad at me. Of course he can. See you later. Hey, Shorty. Yeah, Jethro. Granny said not to let you outsmart me. You didn't, did you? How could I outsmart a brain like yours? <laughs> what am I worried about? <laughs> the giant brain. It's a monster brain. People have often told me, yes, I have a monster brain. Just having some fun. Um, the the cognitive testing though that was the that was the physical cognitive testing of Joe Biden's brain. So the there's more than that. You know, you have to do the physical. You, you look in there to see if there's actually a brain nestled between the ears. Maybe they do an MRI or whatever. This doctor that he had was a little bit less uh, scientific about it. He says, "This hunker down here. Let me look in there." Uh, and then there's the we sit down and we. Go over things that you should know, Joe. You should know these things, so we're going to let you show us your ability. And uh, he's going to give us the preamble to the Constitution of the United States, something Here, that he you. should have. Here. Constitution of the United States. Now, we had to memorize the preamble of that. Mm. I still remember it. You do? Yeah. Here, I'll show you. Hold the book on me. Okay. <clears throat> All right, go ahead. Constitution of the United States. <clears throat> Want to just give, give me the first word and then I'll, I know the rest. Okay, we. We. We? We. Are you sure? I'm looking right at it. Oh, we. We! The. We the. We the. People. People. We the people. We the people. We the people. We the people. The, the United. Uni we the people of the United <coughs> flag. Breathe. Mm. Wind. Mm. Wait. Mm. Star. States. States. We the people of the United States. In order. In order. To form to a. Form a. More perfect. Perfect. You. you to form a more perfect you. Union. 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 In order to form a more perfect union. S S ta ta blay Establish Establish Just Establish just uh Test Test Justice Establish Justice Ensure domestic tranquility Provide for the common defense Promote the general welfare and secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity to ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. 
You want to run through that again, or do you think you got it? I got it. Good. You learn something, you learn it. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> you learn something, you learn it. I know. That's such breaking news, but we got to have a little fun once in a while. And, and, you know, I saw that little clip and I thought, man, you know, I just think I got to do it. And I did it. That's uh, Barney Fife and Andy. Barney reciting the constitu- the preamble to the Constitution of the United States uh, with a, just a little bit of help. And I imagine that Joe, you know, would have the same issue if he actually had to do it. He'd probably need just a little bit of help along with every other Democrat out there who uh, you know, the reinterpretation of the United States constitution, twisting it, pulling it, torturing it and every which way that they can, uh, has been something prevalent, prevalent in our society now for quite a while. These people really are disturbed and uh, a bit concerning. Let's put it that way. Um, I'm going to wrap up with that. I'm going to tell you something though. Like I said, in district of Columbia, it's getting to the point where you can't go out of your house unless you got your shots. You got the, you got the paperwork to prove it and you got your mask or two or three, whatever it is that they will deem is necessary in the coming days. And I find this rather, I mean, I really do. It's disturbing and, and, uh, we're, we're on that, we're on that, uh, that cusp of, you know, what are they going to do next? How far can they push their, uh, mandates? And, you know, since, you know, the the DC uh, era area that's that's our nation's capital, and it's run by the by the mayor who's so far left it's ridiculous. Now the other day I did say I'd play. I'm gonna get another clip. I want to play, and I, it's playing it just to remind you. Uh, I've used little chunks of it in my opening over the years, or over the years, over the months. Um, this is entitled, How Did They Think It Would End? And it's a compilation of all those lunatics, the ones who lined up and said January 6th was such a horrible thing, all the devastation that happened and whatnot, which nothing was burned. A few windows were broken. One lady was shot by the D.C. cop who it will gain nothing but infamous notoriety about it. But, uh, you know, no one was killed other than Ashley Babbitt that day. But yet, you know, they had such outrage, such fervor. But all the way through summer 2020, we heard things like this. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there is unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick. How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men 
most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump, and that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution are, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't there. I want you to remember that. And uh, I think if you look it up on YouTube, you'll find it. It's called... How did they think this would happen? Would end? <clears throat> See the faces that go with the voices. Understand something, folks. These are the people who, in 2020, said it was okay to burn and pillage. People have the right to go out and blow stuff up, burn it, kill and maim. Kill police officers. Kill businesses black men and white women black men and white men i mean you know it wasn't a it wasn't just white people as the one idiot says white men are radicalized by the right we're we're only radicalized by the rule of law now there are there's always bad apples everywhere But the rule of law is our Constitution, which they shred every chance they get. They get away with everything that they can possibly get away with. If you did the things that they did, or if you were to do the things that they did, and their radical little minions that ran our streets, terrorizing people, you'd be in jail. And how do we know that? I can tell you how we know that. Some of them on January 6th who really didn't do anything are still in jail. Uh, the guy with the antlers on his head, four years in prison. He didn't really do anything. He was dumb. He was probably spaced out of his head. Uh, he's got some mental problems. But he he didn't really hurt anybody. He didn't stab anybody or shoot anybody or set anything on fire he just walked around in places he shouldn't have been he should have got community service picking up trash left over after the riot and that would have been fine you know slap a misdemeanor on his on his jacket send him back to arkansas or wherever he came from 
But no, he's going to pay with a felony rap for the rest of his life because some democrat decided he needs to be an example to everyone else. Yet the hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands of rioters who ruled our streets for a, for months they got nothing. The facial recognition software didn't work for them as it did in January 6th. I don't agree with what happened on January 6th. I've said that more than once. I don't agree with any kind of violent uprising until it's pushed to a, to a point where you have to. And that's only to defend you, your family, you and your family, or your neighborhood as a whole. Those days may be coming. I don't know. I hope not. I pray that sound and more civil minds take over at some point. But right now, we're, we're staring down a, a barrel of a gun from these people who have er, erected uh, camps, basically, to put us in. I'm telling you, we are in dire, dire times. And people don't realize it because it isn't in your neighborhood or mine, really. But our neighborhood extends beyond the borders that we can see. The United States is all our neighborhood. And they're all our neighbors. Keep your voices civil. Keep your minds straight and on Jesus. But friends, don't let these people have their way in our society. They need to be stopped and stopped legally at the ballot box. Tom Richardson, Removing Confusion, the 14th of January, 2022. Have a great day.